Hello and welcome back to the No More Trauma podcast. I am your host, Tanya, trauma-informed yoga teacher, a trauma survivor, and a mental health facilitator. Uh, the purpose of this podcast is to uh, provide inspiration uh, and healing and mental health tips uh, to live a trauma-free lifestyle, so post-trauma. And so today's episode, I, I wanted to bring a bonus, as we know, this month uh, is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I wanted to bring a very special episode um, or session, as I like to call them, uh, to, to uh, talk about, today we'll actually be talking about, um, excuse me here, uh, anxiety disorders and how to reduce anxiety, what that looks like. So we'll talk about what it looks like in the body. We'll also um, uh, talk about, um, you know, the, the anxiety disorders and what, what it looks like to, to, to reduce it. Right. So what can we do to eliminate uh, anxiety from showing up? OK, so we can all recall a moment in our life. Right. We can all recall a moment in our life or a time in our life when we were either paralyzed with fear or excessive worry. So that's what anxiety is. Right. It's excessive or intense worry. Uh, the physical body can, you know, can become paralyzed in that moment, right? So we're caught up in another moment, whether it be in the past or the future, but we're not in the present, right? It seems as if where we are right now is not happening. We're not completely in tune to what's happening. Uh, so we keep these thoughts on replay, right, or the possible outcomes if we're thinking about the future moment. And we may experience, you know, tummy upset, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, butterflies, as some may call that, or um, feeling nauseous. Um, we even may experience cold sweats, you know, or, or our hands become uh, clammy. Okay, so we can all think about a time where we experience that you know, maybe you're in our adult life or maybe, you know, when we were younger. So according to National Alliance of Mental Illness, so NAMI, anxiety has impacted over 40 million adults in the U.S. That is a very large number. Um, and most people will experience anxiety before the age 21. So really sit with that. Um, you know, that number 40 million adults, right? And a good 7% of that, I believe I read, 7% of that is the age three, I believe three years old, as young as three years old to 17. My goodness, it's a very, very um, young age to experience that, that sense of anxiety, you know? Um, and so, you know, I want to take a pause here at any, any time, you know, you need to, you know, just check in with yourself, check in, you know, with how you're feeling now. 
you know, also grab some water. Um, if you, you know, at any moment just feel stimulated or activated by anything, you can, you know, take a, take a pause and um, just notice your breath. Um, so even that check-in can also allow you to reduce those symptoms, you know, the symptoms of anxiety and what that looks like. So let's talk about the, the anxiety disorders, right? Because we, we hear it. And so we, we don't know the um, severity, you know, when someone is experiencing it, whether it's a, a relative or a friend, um, even a stranger, if we see someone out, um, we don't know the severity, right? And so what are those? What are the anxiety disorders? Um, so that way you, you know, whether it's you, you're experiencing those, you know, yourself and you haven't had an opportunity or plan to have an opportunity to speak with a professional um, regards to your anxiety, maybe looking at, you know, how often um, it's showing up for you. And so we look at the first one, um, and this was pulled from the National Institute, Institute of Mental, Mental Health, right? And so this is the generalized or generalized anxiety disorder, which is also called GAD. Um, it's anxiety disorder characterized, and this is the chronic anxiety, which is exaggerated worry uh, and tension, okay? Um, and it's with little or nothing to provoke it. So maybe this may show up, you know, maybe out of the blue. Um, you may be moving throughout your day and, and just notice that you're experiencing it. Um, some, you know, just tension, uh, maybe tension in the, in the shoulders, the chest, the muscles. Um, so that's the generalized anxiety disorder. And then we have the obsessive compulsive disorder. So what some may call OCD, right? And so that obsessive compulsive disorder um, can sometimes be coupled with uh, another uh, uh, mental disorder, right? And so it's an anxiety disorder um, characterized by reoccurrence. So this is reoccurrent, right? So unwanted thoughts, so obsessions, right? And uh, repetitive behaviors. So this is someone that you know, you may think of like constant hand washing or maybe pacing back and forth, maybe looping, um, you know, taking circles in, you know, in one particular space or a part of the home or, you know, where they're outside. Um, and, you know, or maybe scratching the head, scratching in one certain place or pulling on the ear. Um, so they're also classified as like rituals um, that may cause temporary relief. You know, so maybe a child may be scratching at the ear, rubbing the eye, constantly rubbing the eye, you know, looping that same thought and just, you know, seeing, you know, allowing that action or that ritual to cause relief from the thought, okay? Um, or uh, this can also um, be classic, so not just hand washing, but also looks like, you know, cleaning. Um, so it's, you know, constantly cleaning, going back and forth, putting certain things in certain areas, you know, maybe becoming forgetful and putting it back, you know. Um, and so, and this is the obsessive compulsive disorder um, or OCD. And so the next one, um, the third 
anxiety disorder is the, the panic, panic disorder. Okay. A lot of questions are, you know, how do I know if I'm having an anxiety attack versus a panic attack? And so the panic disorder um, is an, it's an, it is an anxiety disorder and it's uh, characterized by unexpected or repeated episodes um, of intense fear accompanied with physical symptoms that can, can, you know, heart palpitations, shortness of breath, getting dizzy, abdominal distress. Um, so this can be, you know, really, really heightened. Um, and I'll talk about uh, the three, like, physical body pillars, um, uh, the biology of the body and what happens. So I'll go over that um, in just a bit. And then we have uh, PTSD, right? Uh, so the post-traumatic stress disorder. And so this is a type of anxiety disorder that can be developed after exposure to a terrifying event, okay? Um, so, you know, we know war, um, you know, acts of, of, of violence um, that PTSD, you know, can definitely, um, you know, uh, come up. Um, you know, hearing loud sounds, um, being triggered by an image, you know, activated by an image, um, this pan, this type of anxiety can show up. So, um, physical harm. So when the body is physically harmed, threatened, the arousal, excuse me, that arousal period. And so the body moves through this heightened stress. Okay. When the body feels threatened or life feels in danger, um, this can be developed, okay? So traumatic events um, that may trigger PTSD includes violent personal assaults, right? So even natural disasters, so experiencing, you know, hurricanes, earthquakes, um, and the body moves through a, a sort of, you know, anxiety, right? And so, you know, again, if another, an event of a loud sound, an image, then the body moves through and goes back into that space of, of panic, okay? Um, uh, this is also, you know, accidents, um, you know, car accidents that can also uh, create this post-traumatic stress disorder. And so the, the final uh, anxiety um, here is the social phobia. Okay, um, this is your social anxiety disorder, right? So this is going out into public spaces, um, having to eat or drink in a public space or, you know, give a lecture or, you know, speaking in large, um, in large crowds, okay? Um, so it's an overwhelming anxiety and excessive self-consciousness of you know those everyday situations right so um, maybe this looks like someone you know really you know uh, i'm thinking of yeah heart palpitations sweating um you know maybe fidgeting moving the hands tapping the leg tapping you know hands tapping on the you know maybe the thigh right and so this is a, you know, it's a phobia, like I stated, you know, speaking in, in large crowds or having to give a lecture, um, you know, 
I really think about this. This one really moves me because I think about, I remember in, you know, in, in college and high school in college. And so I feel more so in high school when I used to get really disappointed when, um, <laughs> I kind of tease cause like, I'm, I'm like, I was so in tune, you know, cause I was so frustrated when I would see teachers embarrassed children, you know, high school, you're still a child. And so, you know, you know, you're a teen and it really upset me when they would, you know, make someone come up to the front of the room and that you can really see a child's or the, you know, the teen's distress, you know, their anxiety, their, you know, fear of being embarrassed or made fun of, or just being in a position that didn't feel comfortable it really irritated me just the detachment for the adults or, you know, I hate to, mm, uh, I dislike having to say this, but kind of that satisfaction of, you know, poking fun um, and making, you know, someone come up to the front of the room when they really um, fell out of their body and just made fun of. So, um, yeah, so I just think about this when, you know, not having the compassion to see when someone is in distress um, or to see when someone is really, you know, I think it's a difference when um, you can go up to the front of the classroom. You can really just see like someone like, oh, I'm not really sure of the answer, but they don't they don't mind going up to the front of the room um, and, you know, leading in that way. Um, but there are just really some teens and, and kids that you can really see where it really throws their whole body out of alignment, you know, and it really um, shatters them, you know, that feeling sticks with them throughout the rest of the day. It can really be, you know, um, life-changing. Um, and so, yeah, just kind of having that disconnect, I just have so much compassion, you know, for the individual and it you know I think as a teacher it is your responsibility to see when someone is in complete discomfort and so not to force them in those situations so that's just my take I, I know I <laughs> um, just wanted to share that um, just a little piece that I yeah I noticed that and so you know, and I guess that's why, why I'm here now doing this work. <laughs> so, yeah, um, we'll move on um, into um, this, this quote and what I heard, uh, um, gosh, I really, I really wish I can think of the therapist's name. I had the opportunity to um, attend a live uh, conference um, trauma conference, and one of the therapists uh, mentioned um, is that anxiety is a stress response, right? So anxiety is a stress response in your body, not in the mind. Um, what I thought was very interesting, because I always think as above, so below, and I think, you know, the mind is, you know, it's a very, very powerful uh, muscle, and tool and 
you know, um, and tissue is <laughs> made up all, all of the tissue and fat that the brain is. Um, and so, yeah, I, I just really thought in my mind, well, yeah, in my mind, I can, I pretty much as, as above, so below and that the mind is, you know, moves what happens in the body. Like, cause you know, I think an example was if we think about, if we think about, you know, our favorite food and we think about the smell, the texture, you know, so for example, if we're thinking of pizza, that's the first thing that comes to mind right now. <laughs> Maybe it's time for breakfast. <laughs> um, yeah, when we think of pizza, you know, we think of the oregano, the garlic, the olive oil, the, mm, the cheese, <laughs> vegan cheese, that is. <laughs> And the gluten-free crust, that is. You probably say, oh, no, you're making this pizza all wrong now. <laughs> but when we think of that, we begin, you know, our palate. Um, yeah, I believe um, Alex Howard, um, he's the therapist that talks about that, is like the, the mouth begins to, we begin to water. You know, the mouth begins to water because we're thinking about our favorite food. Um, probably you not so much now that I mentioned gluten-free pizza and gluten-free crust and, and vegan cheese, <laughs> but I promise it's good. Add some saute mushrooms and some basil. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, so yeah, but you know, according to, gosh, I wish I had her name. I, I do apologize, but she says anxiety is a stress response in the body and not the mind. And so we'll take a look at um at the three pillars and before we do before we do that i want to give you a little treat um i mentioned that this episode is a um a surprise for mental health awareness month um and with that i want to shout out our very special uh, sponsors of this particular session, um, and that is Magic Mind. So if you've been following me on social media, on Instagram, that's the only social platform that I'm on. And so if you are following my Instagram stories, you may have seen the um, photo in my morning practice, I have been um, not only journaling and having my lovely lattes and smoothies, but I've also been adding a two ounce um, beautiful drink um, that is of Magic Mind. And there are amazing ingredients that I love. You all know that I absolutely love tea. And if you have it, this is your first time listening. Um, welcome. And tea is my thing. That is my love language. And so Matcha is one of the key ingredients in this lovely two ounce elixir. Um, and that again, of course, is Magic Mind. And the founder, uh, James, um, he created this, um, James Roshea, he created this um, beautiful drink. And so I, you know, in this episode, we're sitting here and we're talking about anxiety. And I decided I've been wanting to add something into my morning practice and so this two ounce elixir not only has matcha but it has my favorite ingredient which is ashwagandha you know i love some good old ashwagandha and ashwagandha supports 
you know, the stress response, the anxiety response in the body, right? So if you're listening in on this episode, this session, and you're saying, whoa, you know, I, I do need to check in on my anxiety and I need to check in on, you know, my stress levels and the things around me. Um, but if you have a morning practice and you're looking to, you know, create a, a morning ritual, then I highly recommend um, adding this amazing magic mind to your practice. Um, I recently was experiencing some anxiety myself, and so um, I decided to take this drink. I love that it's, you know, it's convenient. It's a small little two ounce bottle. You don't have to replace it with your, you don't have to replace like your smoothie or your latte if that's something that you're just used to. You can just add it in, right? So, you know, just toss it in your bag. I was heading to the studio uh, to teach and it was just a day where I was just like, gosh, I, I'm not feeling uh, balanced, right? And I'm not feeling, you know, this space of harmony. And so I decided to add this amazing drink. And so just toss it in my bag and, you know, just sip it on the way there. Um, just take this quick little shot. Uh, it has a lovely image on the bottle that I love so much. I love the colors. It says, do more, stress less. I love that. So it comes in a, in a beautiful box of, of many of these tiny elixirs, uh, this tiny drink. And so you can purchase a big box. You know, you can purchase a big box and you can subscribe. And with this amazing gift, I want to gift you for Mental Health Awareness Month, I want to gift you the code, right? So you can head over to magicmind.co forward slash NMT. So that's N for no, M for more, T like trauma. So that's magicmind.co forward slash NMT. And to get 20, 20, Ooh, what a gift. Yeah, 20% off. Um, you can use my code. That's NMT. So that's no more trauma. So NMT, the number two and the number zero. So again, magic mind. So magic, M-A-G-I-C, mood, M-O-O-D, or um, excuse me, <laughs> mind, <laughs> magic mind. So M-A-G-I-C-M-I-N-D. Dot co forward slash NMT. And again, you can use my code NMT20 to get 20% off. So yeah, I think this would be definitely something that you would want to add into your practice and, you know, really allow yourself to have the harmonious morning practice and really to get rid of those, you know, feelings of you know, stress and anxiety and just see how that keeps you balanced uh, throughout your day. So thank you so much, uh, Magic Mind, for sponsoring this session. And so back to our current session. So we'll talk about the three pillars. And so what happens in the body is the, in the lower level, is we experience the controlled muscles, right? So the chest, the hands, we're bouncing our legs um, or maybe tapping our toes, um, you know, on the ground. Whenever we start to feel this, this space of, of panic or anxiety, right? Um, so this can, you know, 
um, also this space of anxiety can also um, tighten the chest and we notice that the breath starts to become um, elevated, right? Or um, we're not breathing like we normally would. And so this is a great opportunity to see if you can reframe, right? Reframe the mind and transition those thoughts into maybe healthier thoughts, right? Separating what is fact and fiction of the excessive thoughts that are coming up and see if you can start to come into the body for a space of, of meditation, okay? And so the mid-level, right? So this is when, you know, that anxiety starts to um, really take over, right? We're no longer able to uh, feel in control, right? And so this is where the muscles begin to experience something like burping, or um, we may experience, you know, uh, really um, intense tummy upset or like, you know, irritable bowel or nausea or what may feel like, um, uh, like muscle cramps in the gut. When it starts to become chronic is when we begin to, someone may experience hallucinations, paranoia, um, or ringing in the ears and distorted vision, okay? Uh, so this can really take them, take them away from the present moment. This isn't the, you know, what was um, stated. This isn't the uh, part where you would want to do a meditation when you're so far into that panic, right? That high arousal of stress. This is what, what I've learned is where you want to, you know, maybe come into a plank um, to bring equilibrium to the brain and to the vision, right? And to the body. Um, so you don't have to, you know, you don't have to physically try that, you know, in that moment. Um, but, you know, really just, you know, I want to paint a picture of what the chronic level of an experience of anxiety looks like, okay? But if you are someone who, you know, right into your um, space of fear or intense worry. You try to control it by breathing techniques. Um, when, when you're in this state or you may observe or witness someone in this state and try to bring them back um, to equilibrium or, or body home uh, homeostasis, then they're so far deep into the uh, panic that breathing this, you know, allowing them to, to come into this space, it may be a little challenging. I won't say that it's impossible, but it may, it may take a little bit more, uh, more work and time and effort. Okay. So now, now that we know what the, the body looks like in, the, in that space, um, then what I want to talk about now is, is now that we know what it looks like, we know what, you know, what these different styles of anxiety, you know, anxiety disorders are, how on earth <laughs> can I decrease, you know, how can I, how can I decrease 
the this experience of anxiety right i've been diagnosed or you know this has been consistent in my life or you know i i am trying to transition into a space of, of harmony what are the things that i may possibly have in my life that i need to remove to decrease right decrease this this um constant state of fear or or anxiety okay so the first thing is the media so the media whether it's social or the news um this is something that you may want to you know if you have a difficulty time eliminating it all together i know for me i'm gonna be completely honest <laughs> I do not watch the news, you know, I, I <laughs> do not watch it. Um, and to be quite honest, I don't even own a television. So, but, you know, we have alternative ways to, you know, have access to the news, whether it be on our phone, you know, and, you know, our tablets, um, our computers, and, you know, whether we, you know, go to the network, site itself or we go to YouTube and or again social media you know it's once you know what it is that is causing illness right you have the choice to eliminate that or to reduce the consume you know the uh, on really um excuse me <laughs> tongue tied there the consumption right how much am I consuming of this information so just making sure that you're monitoring your time i now um, I, just recently i experienced my very own um anxiety um you know panic um you know i saw something that stimulated an emotion and next thing you know it i allowed you know and i'm just to be honest i allowed the thing that i saw to really impact my day right and so you know i was met with tears i was you know my stomach was you know turning and you know i was frustrated and i experienced you know these ruminating thoughts and i wasn't in the present moment and i really allowed this thing to impact and control my day i was no longer in control and i had given it all my power and so i had to really the next day unfortunately right um but that's life it happens we're all human we're giving ourselves grace and so you know i really had to say okay what can you do differently you know Tanya, what can you do differently well how about now is you know i unfollow anything that i need to unfollow and i need to uh create a time right a time limit how much of this information am i going to consume if this is the information that i choose to you know follow you know or be a fan of or witness whatever right so think about the time that you are contributing to the media you know if that's something where it's like oh no i'm not giving up the news and that's perfectly okay some individuals need to be informed and so if you choose to be informed, then how much time are you going to allow yourself to be committed to this information, right? And so 
that's the news. Like I said, the news and the social, you know, whatever social platforms that you choose to subscribe to. So giving yourself, you know, an allotted time, making sure that you're, you're not, um, spending half the day with it and it's taking you away from family, friends and having, you know, um, excuse me, I had something in my eye if you're watching me uh, here on YouTube. Um, so yes, if you're just joining, um, I'll just say that really quickly here. You can see, see me a lot of uh, the recorded uh, sessions on YouTube and you can also, um, if you're on the go, you can listen Apple or SoundCloud. That's where you'll find um, my, my uh, in podcast. <laughs> so anyway, um, the next thing is lack of sleep. So rest is very important, um, especially if you know that you do um, experience challenges with anxiety disorder, any one of those that we mentioned earlier. Um, rest is a priority. It is protecting your mind. It is, you know, we replenish and restore in our sleep. And so making sure that you're giving yourself that rest, right? Um, so that can reduce any experiences of anxiety, um, especially if um, you um, were diagnosed, say, with you know, OCD, um, obsessive compulsive disorder, and it's coupled with, um, you know, um, what is that, ADHD? Uh, and so sleep is, is very important, right? So it's important for all of us. So just being realistic of the time that you need, you know, whether it's four hours, um, 10 hours, um, whatever it is, just making sure that you are getting the necessary rest. Um, the next one is diet, right? So I, I mentioned the beautiful elixir <laughs> by Magic Mind. Right. And, um, you know, are the the ingredients that you put in your body conducive to uh, your mental health? That's that's just, you know, um, an honest question. Right. And so not to say that you can't enjoy the pizza that we talked about. Right. The, the healthy, the gluten free <laughs> with the vegan cheese. <laughs> I know you're like, what? Um, so, yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, it's about balance, right? And so now if you're just living off this pizza, then, you know, that's, that's not going to be, you know, um, supportive of your mental health. But, you know, making sure that you are incorporating it with, you know, the greens and the beautiful fruits and textures and color, um, you know, um, that, that, that can support your mind, right? And your body. <laughs> and that's giving you the energy that you need for sure. And so uh, the next one is clutter, right? Removing clutter. So if you haven't listened to the episode Trauma and Feng Shui, um, highly recommend that episode. Um, that I have to say that must be a very popular episode right now. Um, and it is still spring. So if you're spring cleaning, you can definitely go back and listen to that episode. Um, yeah, I had a lot of fun with that one, uh, with that session. Um, so yeah, making sure clutter is out of the way that can definitely increase anxiety. I know, um, you know, post 
post, you know, post my divorce, um, I remember my anxiety was, you know, through the roof. And so, you know, I was having those episodes um, quite often. And in that transition of, you know, that separation, I had to, I started practicing minimalism and I was needing to constantly purge and declutter and get, you know, keep things out of the way um, and keep it clear. Um, so that definitely kept, kept me balanced. Um, you know, I could find things easily, right? Um, so clutter is, is really important. I can't say that enough. Um, clutter can really, especially even at your desk, you know, if you're constantly working at the desk and ensure that you're not, um, you know, you don't have tons of things that can, can keep you distracted, right? Um, uh, the next is, uh, uh, oh, yeah, well, that's technically the last one, but I think I wrote social media down twice. That means, like, really <laughs> make sure that you are being mindful of, of your media intake. I can't say that enough, um, because if you're like me, you don't own a television, and so, you know, I do hop on YouTube, I do hop on, you know, Instagram, and you know, all of those things. And it can really take up so much of my, I must admit, it can take up my time, you know, if I'm posting, you know, um, these sessions as, uh, as well as, you know, other, other um, mental health content, you know, or, or yoga related or yoga therapy content. So, whew. now the homework. You have all of the information. We talked about the things that can reduce anxiety. We talked about the pillars and the biological uh, aspect of how in, uh, anxiety can impact the body. And we talked about the different anxiety uh, disorders, right? So now you have homework. We also, you know, introduced the beautiful sponsor of this um, today's session. But um, for mental health awareness, I think it's important and this homework to really keep a dialogue, right? And to take inventory and log any, any um, experiences, right? So, you know, if you notice that your anxiety is increasing, start to log what is happening around you, right? What are the conversations that you're having? What are you listening to? What are you engaging in? Um, what does your diet look like, right? What does your sleep patterns look like? And so this can really support you in really honing in on what are the things that need to be eliminated, right? Um, to, to really create this space of balance and harmony within your mind and your body, right? Um, and so I'd like to leave you with uh, two quotes that I, I found um, that I just love um, in terms of, you know, anxiety. And so, you know, again, 40 million people in the U.S. alone. And so when I just think about these quotes and how they can be, you know, a little helpful. So I, I have two quotes. And the first one is um, by Charles Spurgeon. And it says, and that anxiety does not empty tomorrow of its sorrows but only empty today of its strength. Ooh, I thought that was really moving, right? You know, because if you get up and you start your day with affirmations, and I know one of mine's is, you know, you are enough and you are strong. 
But sometimes when anxiety takes over, we don't feel strong, right? Um, you know, I talked about the moment that I experienced anxiety looking at, you know, finding something that kind of stimulated me. And then that, you know, that day I didn't feel strong at all. And it did empty out, you know, the day of my strength, right? I had to start anew the next day. And sometimes that's okay, but just as a reminder, it doesn't empty tomorrow. You know, sometimes we're ahead, right? And that's definitely once, you know, something that I struggle with is I'm constantly thinking about what's happening ahead of me, right? And so it doesn't empty tomorrow of its sorrow, but it does empty that present moment of the strength. So I have another quote um, by David Mamet. Uh, Mamet, I apologize if I'm saying that incorrectly, but this one's on the lighter side and I, and I really like this one. So it says, we must have pie. Oh yes, we must have pie. Stress cannot exist in the presence of pie. <laughs> and if you're a foodie like me, or if you just love pie, a good slice of pumpkin pie, vegan pie that is, hello. Um, <laughs> no offense to anyone who doesn't practice a vegan diet, but you know, a good slice of uh, vegan pumpkin pie or apple pie, woof, oh yeah then in stress and anxiety cannot exist. <laughs> so have yourself a slice of pie. Oh my gosh, I love it so much. Thank you so much for joining me again in this session, this episode here on SoundCloud, YouTube, or Apple. I welcome you back. You are now my family, my friend. Um, feel free to like this episode or leave a comment or have a conversation with me. I'd love to you know, get to know you distantly or however that works, <laughs> however we do this social thing, right? Um, yes, feel free. And if you're here in the state of Arizona, you can join me on the mat, right? In the yoga studio. Yeah. And so I ask that you live abundantly, love your authenticity and radiate organic happiness. Inhale, exhale, most importantly, live a life of no more trauma. Namaste, trauma-free. <laughs> I will see you back. It was so good to have you here, and I'll see you again soon. Bye.